Hello, my name is Apostle Lula Stockton, and I thank God for the Torah portion number 23. It's, it's called Pudel, and it's spelled P-K-U-D-E-I. It's called um, Pudel. Let me spell it again. P apostrophe K-U-D-E-I. And it means accountings of. And the Torah is taking place in the book of Exodus, the 38th chapter, the 21st through the 40th chapter, and the 38th verse. Exodus, the 38th chapter, the 21st through the 40th chapter, and the 38th verse. Follow me as I read the Torah. These are the accounts of the tabernacle of the tabernacle of testimony as they were made according to the commandment of Moses for the service of the Levites by the hand of Itamar, the son of Aaron, the priest and Benjiel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur of the tribe of Judah made all that the Lord commanded Moses. And with him was Aholiah, the son of Ahishmash, of the tribe of Dan, an engraver, a skillful workman, and an embroiderer of fine linen in blue and purple and in scarlet. All the gold that was used for the work and all the work of the holy place. Even the gold of the offering was 29 talents and 20, I'm sorry, and 730 shackles after the shackle of the sanctuary and the silver in them that were numbered of the congregation was a hundred talents and a thousand seven hundred um, seventy five shackles after the shackle of the sanctuary, a becker, a half shekel for every man after the shekel of the sanctuary for everyone that went to be numbered from 20 years old and upward for 603,550 men. And of the hundred talents of silver were cast the sockets of the sanctuary and the sockets for the bell, a hundred sockets of the hundred talents, a talent for a socket, and of the thousand seven hundred seventy-five shackles he made hooks for the pillars and covered their capitals and banned them. And the bronze of the offering was seventy talents, and 2,400 shackles. And with it, he made the sockets for the door of the tent of meeting, the bronze altar, the bronze grate, for it all the vessels of the altar, the sockets of the court all around, and the sockets of the court gate, all the pegs of the tabernacle, and all the pegs of the court all around. And they made cloths, of service of the blue, purple, and scarlet to do service in the holy place and made the holy garments for Aaron as the Lord commanded Moses. And he made the ephah of gold, blue, purple, scarlet, 
of fine woven linen, and they beat the gold into thin plates and cut it into wires to work it in the blue, in the purple, in the scarlet, and in the fine linen. Skillful work, they made shoulder pieces for it to join it together. It was joined together by the two edges and the belt for tying it on that was upon it was of the same according to the work of it, gold, blue, purple, and scarlet, of fine woven linen as the Lord commanded Moses. And they fashioned Arnok stones and clothes and setting of gold engraved as signets are engraved with the names of the children of Israel. And he put them on the shoulders of the ephod to be stones for a memorial to the children of Israel as the Lord commanded Moses. And he made the breastplate of skillful work like the work of the ephod, gold, blue, purple, and scarlet of fine woven linen. It was square. They made the breastplate double. Its length was a span and its breadth a span being double. And they set in it four rows of stone. The first row was a sardis, a topaz, and a ear buckle. I mean, I'm sorry, and a carbuckle. I'm sorry. This was the first row. The second row, an embryo a sapphire, and a diamond. The third row was a ligure, a agate, and a amethyst. And the fourth row was a beryl, an onyx, and a jasper. They were enclosed closed in gold settings. And the stones were according to the names of the children of Israel, twelve according to their names, the engravings of a signet, each one with his name according to the twelve tribes, and they made upon the breastplate um, chairs at the end of twisted work of pure gold, and they made two gold settings and two gold rings, and put the two rings in the two ends of the breastplate, and they put the two twisted gold chains in the two rings on the ends of the breastplate, and the two ends of the twisted chains they fastened in the two settings and put them on the shoulder straps of the ephah on the front. And they made two rings of gold and put them on the two ends of the breastplate on its border, which was on the side of the ephah inward. And they made two other golden rings and put them on the two sides above the ephah towards its front over against the other connection above the, um, the band of the ephod. And they bound the breastplate by its rings to the ring of the ephod with a lace of blue so it would be above the band of the ephod that the breastplate would not fall from the ephod as the Lord commanded Moses. And he made the row of the ephod of woven work, all of blue 
and there was a hole in the middle of the road as the hole of a coat of mail with a band around about the hole so it would not tear. And they made pomegranates, I mean pomegranates of blue, purple, and scarlet, of woven linen of, upon the hems of the robe. And they made bells of pure gold and put the bells between the pomegranates on the hem of the robe all around between the pomegranates, a bell and a pomegranate, a bell and a pomegranate all around the hem of the robe to minister in as the Lord commanded Moses. And they made tunics of fine linen of woven wood of work for Aaron and for his sons and a turban of fine linen, hats of fine linen, um, linen breeches of fine woven linen, a belt of fine woven linen, blue, purple, and scarlet needlework as the Lord commanded Moses. And they made the plate of the holy crown of pure gold and wrote upon it a writing the engravings of exignate wholeness to the Lord. And they tied to it a lace of blue to fasten it on high upon, um, upon the turban as the Lord commanded Moses. Then all the work of the tabernacle of the tent of meeting was finished and the children of Israel did according to all that the Lord commanded Moses, so they did. And they brought the tabernacle to Moses, the tent and all its furniture, its hooks, its board, its bars, its pillars, its sockets, the covering of ram skins, dyed red, the covering of badger skins, and the veil of the covering, the ark of the testimony, and its poles, and the cover, the table, and all its vessels, and the showbread, the pure manure with its lamps, even with the lamps to be set in order, and all its vessels and the oil for light, and the golden altar, and the anointing oil, the sweet incense, and the hanging for the tabernacle door, the bronze altar, and its bronze uh, grate, its poles, and all its vessels, the lava, and its foot, the hangings of the court, its pillars and its sockets, and the hanging for the court gate, its cords and its pegs, and all the vessels of the service for the tent of meeting, the cloths of service to do service in the holy place, and holy garments for Aaron the priest, and his son's garment to minister in the priest's office according to all that the Lord commanded Moses. So the children of Israel made all the work. And Moses looked upon all the work, and behold, they had done it as the Lord had commanded. Even so had they done it, and Moses blessed them. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, On the first day of the first month, 
you will set up the tabernacle of the tent of meeting and you will put the ark of the testimony in it and cover the ark with the veil and you will bring the table and set in order the things that are to be set in order upon it and you will bring in the manure and light its lamps and you will set the altar of gold for the incense before the ark of the tent i'm sorry the ark of the testimony and put the hanging of the door to the tabernacle and you will set the altar of the burnt offering before the door of the tent the tabernacle of the tent of meeting and you will set the lava between the tent of meeting and the altar and will put water in it and you will set up the court around it and hang up the hanging at the court gate and you will take the anointing oil and anoint the tabernacle and all that is in it and will sanctify it in all its vessels and it will be holy. Yes, Lord. And you will, hallelujah, glory to your name, God. And you will anoint the of the altar of the burnt offering and all its vessels and sanctify the altar and it will be a most holy altar. And you will anoint the lava and his base and sanctify it. And you will bring Aaron and his sons to the door of the tent of meeting and immerse them in water. And you will put the holy garments on Aaron and anoint him and sanctify him so he can minister to me in the priest's office. And you will bring his sons and clothe them with tunics. And you will anoint them as you anoint, anointed their father so they can minister to me in the priest's office for their anointing will surely be an everlasting priesthood throughout their generations. And Moses did according to all that the Lord commanded him. So he did. And it was in the first month, in the second year, on the first day of the month, that the tabernacle was erected and Moses put up the tabernacle and fastened its sockets and set up its boards and put in it its bars and put up its pillar and he spread aboard the tent over the tabernacle and put the covering of the tent over it as the Lord commanded Moses and he took and put the testimony in the ark and set the poles on the ark and put the cover over the ark and he brought the ark into the tabernacle and set up the veil of the covering and covered the ark of the testimony as the Lord commanded Moses. And he put the table in the tent of meeting on the north side of the tabernacle outside the veil and he set the bread in order upon it before the Lord as the Lord had commanded Moses and he put the manure in the tent of meeting over against the table on the south side of the tabernacle 
and he lit the lamps before the Lord as the Lord commanded Moses. And he put the golden altar in the tent of meeting in front of the veil and he burnt sweet incense on it as the Lord commanded Moses. And he set up the hangings at the door of the tabernacle and he put the altar of burnt offering by the door of the tabernacle of the tent of meeting and offered the burnt offering and the grain offering on it as the Lord commanded Moses. And he set the lava between the tent of meeting and the altar and put water there for immersing. And Moses and Aaron and his sons washed their hands and their feet there. When they went into the tent of meeting and when they came near to the altar, they immersed as the Lord commanded Moses. And he raised the court around the tabernacle and the altar and set up the hanging of the court gate. So Moses finished the work. Then a cloud covered the tent of meeting and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. And Moses was not able to enter the tent of meeting because the cloud stayed on it and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. And when the cloud was taken up from over the tabernacle, the children of Israel went on in all their journeys. But if the cloud was not taken up, then they But if the cloud was not taken up, then they did not journey until the day that it was taken up. For the cloud of the Lord was over the tabernacle by day and fire was on it by night in the sight of the entire house of Israel throughout all their journeys. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, God. Woo. Thank God for the, this is the last um, tour, um, portion for the book of Exodus. Now, um, tour portion number 24, it will start the book of Leviticus, which is um, the next tour portion. So now we're going to get into the half um, Torah, the half Torah, which is um, first King. The seventh chapter, the 51st through the eighth chapter and the 21st verse. So let me get first Kings. Let me get it. First Kings. Hallelujah. I tell you, I praise God today. First Kings, I have that. The seventh chapter, the... Um, 51st verse, I'm going to start at the 51st verse, and I'm going to read on down to the 8th chapter and the 21st verse of 1 Kings. Follow me as I read the half talk. So all the work that King Solomon made for the house of the Lord was finished, and Solomon brought in the things which David his father had dedicated, the silver, the gold, and the vessels, 
putting them among the treasures, treasurers of the house of the Lord. Then Solomon assembled the elders of the of Israel and all the heads of the tribes, the chiefs of the fathers of the children of Israel to King Solomon in Jerusalem so they could bring up the ark of the covenant of the Lord from the city of David, which is Zion, and all the men of Israel assembled themselves to King Solomon at the feast on the month Etaman, which is the seventh month. And all the elders of Israel came, and the priests took up the ark, and they brought up the ark of the Lord and the tent of meeting and all the holy vessels that was in the tent. The priests and the Levites brought up even those and King Solomon, which I'm sorry, and King Solomon and the entire um, congregation of Israel, which was assembled to him, were with him in the front of the ark sacrificing sheep and oxen that could not be told or number for multitude. And the priests brought in the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord to its place in the inner sanctuary of the house, to the most holy place under the wings of the cherubim. For the cherubim spread forth their two wings over the place of the Ark, and the cherubim covered the ark and its poles and made the poles so long that the ends of the poles were seen out in the holy place front of the inner sanctuary but they were not seen in outside and they are there to this day there was nothing in the ark except the two tables tablets of stone which Moses put there at Horeb when the Lord made a covenant with the children of Israel when they came out of the land of Egypt. And it happened when the priests came out of the holy place that the cloud filled the house of the Lord so that the priests could not stand to minister because the cloud of the cloud because the glory of the Lord had filled the house of the Lord. Then Solomon spoke, the Lord said that he will drown in the thick clouds. I have sh surely built a house of habitation for you, a settled place for you to abide in forever. And the king turned his face about and blessed the whole congregation of Israel. And the entire congregation of Israel stood and he said, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel who spoke with his mouth to David my father and has with his hand fulfilled it, saying, Since the day that I have brought my people Israel out of Egypt, I chose no city out of all the tribes of Israel to build a house that's my name will be in it, but I chose David to be over my people Israel. And it was in David, my heart, my father's heart, 
to build a house for the name of the Lord God of Israel. And the Lord said to my father David, whereas it was in your heart to build a house for my name, you did well that it was in your heart. Nevertheless, you will not build the house, but your son who will come from your loins, he will build the house for my name. And the Lord has performed his word that he spoke. And I had risen up instead of my father David and sit on the throne of Israel as the Lord promised and had built a house for the name of the Lord of God of Israel. And I have set a place there for the ark in which is the covenant of the Lord, which he made with our fathers when he brought them out of the land of Egypt. And Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord in the presence of the whole congregation. Hallelujah. <laughs> I got to read that because I don't went beyond the reading of the um, half Torah, but I'm going to read it again. And, and Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord in the presence of the whole congregation and spread his hands towards heaven. And he said, the Lord God of Israel, there is no God like you in heaven above or on earth beneath who keeps, his, who keeps covenant and loving kindness with your servants who walk before you with all their heart. And it just goes on and on and on. But I thank the Lord because when God makes a covenant, he keeps his word. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. Hallelujah. Now we're going to go into the last part of the Torah portion, which is the New Testament part of it, which is found in 2 Corinthians, the second of uh, the third chapter, the seventh through the 18th verse. Let me get um let me get 2 Corinthians. And I had that. Um the third chapter. Now I gotta turn to the third chapter. Okay, I have that. Second Corinthians, the third chapter. I'm going to start at the seventh verse, and I'm going to read on down to the 18th verse. And that's going to complete that whole um, third chapter. Follow me as I read the New Testament portion of the, um, of the Torah. But if the ministry, which was of death in letters carved on stones, came in glory so that the children of Israel was not able to look upon the face of Moses because of the radiance which was to cease on his face. Most surely will not the ministry of the spirit be in more glory for if the ministry of condemnation has glory, the ministry of righteousness abounds in much more glory. For indeed, what had been made glorious, the glow on Moses' face is no longer glorious in this manner on account of the surpassing glory seen on Yeshua. For if that which was passing away 
is in the presence of glory, how much more will the one remain forever in glory? Therefore, since we have such hope as this, we proceed with much freedom in speaking, and not just as Moses was placing a veil on his face so the children of Israel did not look um, intendedly into the end of what was to be done away with, the glow on his face, but their minds were hardened for until the present day, the same veil remains on the reading of the old covenant, not having been unveiled because the veil is removed by Messiah. But until today, whenever Moses would read a veil lies upon their hearts, but whenever someone would turn towards the Lord, the veil is taken away and the Lord is spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we all, by raising the veil, are transformed from glory to glory, just as by the spirit of the Lord to behold for one's self-glory of the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, God. Hallelujah. And I tell you, I thank God for the reading of this Torah because the glory came upon Moses. And when Moses stood in the presence of God for 40 days, the, the glory of God will be all over his face. And the same glory that God, uh, Moses experienced, God wants the, uh, the people of today, the Gentile church, to experience the same glory because it's the same glory. It hasn't changed since the Old Testament. It's the same glory, hallelujah, that God wants us to experience today as believers. So we thank God for the reading of Torah portion number 23. May God bless you to, um, to another Torah portion, which is Torah portion 24. May God bless you.